Kim Schultz is an actor, writer, storyteller, and refugee advocate. She has lived in Chicago for six years, and I followed her for a day. We started downtown, just outside the Goodman Theater. I credit uh, the Goodman with, partially, with my decision to move to Chicago. I was living in New York at the time, and I came here and auditioned for several theaters and had some really great meetings around town, and Goodman offered me the Christmas Carol, and it was reason enough. I played Mrs. Fezziwig for four years, and then the Ghost of Christmas Present on my final year. I thought Ghost of Christmas Present was amazing. I mean, I love Mrs. Fezziwig. She's a hoot and a riot, and... I love playing bit parts and roles and being a comedian and being funny, which you get to do when you play the smaller roles. But uh, The Ghost of Christmas Present was, I think, really special because it was right around the time of Trump being elected, and we really were using that as, as a, a tool to connect with people and to talk to them. And, and what Dickens wrote was, was so appropriate, uh, I think, uh, what Christmas Present says to Scrooge. I felt like I was talking to Donald Trump at the time, so trying to encourage generous heart and all that. Kim isn't afraid to let her art reflect her conscience. And though she hasn't written off traditional theater for good, her career is changing. Part of my growth as an artist right now is I'm into doing my own work. I'm into writing new things. I'm into creating a space for stories and storytelling so that people of different everything get a chance to share their story and connect with people and humanity on a level. So I think when big box theater bores me or when any theater bores me, it's because I don't think it has anything to do with me or anything to do with the world today. And I think there's too much at stake in the world today. I just don't have time for that, quite honestly. One place Kim's work speaks to what's at stake in the world is the Chicago Theological Seminary, where she is the coordinator of creative events. We talked at her favorite place there, the wall of moving water outside Clark Chapel. I try to do a lot of listening and learning and seeing what voices aren't being heard. How can I help create space for those voices? How can I, as an artist, facilitate those voices? And then how can I, when do I need to step back and allow the voices just to um, have their own space. And so I'm really interested in how things are shifting in this country and how uh, the white majority, the white Christian majority, I've been saying, is fighting it tooth and nail and how things can be different and how they will be different. I'm not particularly religious right now, but I'm doing a lot of interfaith work, which I think is funny and weird. <laughs> One example of her interfaith work is Keeping Faith, Sisters of Story. The sisters are a trio of Muslim, Christian, and Jewish storytellers where each woman shares her faith journey. Not only do they share stories, they sing. The singing segued into poignant storytelling, cultural music, and moments of great laughter. The show tours nationally, and when I saw it, it was part of the Peace Garden dedication at the Illinois Holocaust Museum in Skokie. The performance received a standing ovation. After the show, Kim and I grabbed a bite to eat at one of her favorite restaurants, the Baghdad Restaurant, just a few blocks away. You know, any time that I can hear Arabic or I can eat Middle Eastern food, you know, brings me back. Music, the, the tea, the music, the culture, for sure, yeah, lots of memories. The memories Kim is referring to stem from her trip to the Middle East in 2009 when she interviewed Iraqi refugees amidst destruction, death, and decay. She penned her memoir, Three Days in Damascus, and a one-woman play, No Place Called Home, based on her experiences there. She also developed an affinity for chicken shawarma. I have gotten the beef shawarma, which is very good, but it's got a little kick to it. It's a little spicy. I was a little surprised by it. I've never actually had that flavor before but the um, chicken shawarma. 
By now, you know the kind of work Kim does, but what are the spaces that keep the artist healthy and open? She showed me her apartment in Rogers Park and talked about why she loves it. It's, it's um, very diverse. I believe it's like a third Hispanic, a third black, a third white, so I really like the diversity up here. And I wanted more space, and you get more bang for your buck up here, and I wanted to be close to the water. So this kind of checked all the boxes, and this space makes me very happy. It's very light and sunny and airy, and I hear nature, and it's a, it's a healthy space for me. When she needs a break from her home, which is where she writes, her yoga studio and Morse Beach are within walking distance. Her studio is closed, so we went to the lake. For me to create art, that sounds pretentious, to me to create whatever it is I'm creating, I need space in every kind of way. Like my desk has to be clean, my brain has to be clean, I need room. Otherwise I just am task oriented and I'll just do emails and empty my dishwasher and just do tasks. But my fake ocean out here gives me some brain space. I'm Connie Kuntz. This is State of the Artist.